there, welcome. You're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. You got Gary and Don Crawford who work at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, and so they help people with their money questions all day, every day. And we've got them here on the radio for you for the next hour to help you with your retirement questions and talk about what's going on with the in the retirement world. If you have a question for the show or you want to contact them at the office, 352-320-2060. And the website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. And talking about the financial headlines, inflation is really dominating a lot of the discussion in the financial world. And there's a lot of news about how inflation can pose a threat on the job market and you know buying Christmas presents and whatnot. But we're going to focus on how it impacts retirees. Do you have a grasp on how much high inflation could impact your retirement? So thanks for joining us today on Retirement with Pinnacle and jumping into the headlines. Anything you, you see that's going on that you want to talk about before we jump into inflation, Gary and Don? Well, I mean, really, that's been the topic and that's been the question of a lot of folks right now is just what are we going to do to really you know, reduce some of these these numbers. And, and how long it's going to last. Yeah, that's been a big concern. All right. So the reason that, that inflation is really taking up so much oxygen in the room is the recent numbers that came in show that we're at a 40-year high. Anytime there's an economic problem that hadn't been this bad since Jimmy Carter, people start to take notice. Yeah, and they sure do. Yeah, so at a recent press availability, Jerome Powell was addressing a couple of points on inflation. Let me run these by you guys. We know that high inflation exacts a toll, particularly for those less able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. Sounds like all of us. Right. I think everyone is feeling those effects of inflation right now. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, we see it at the grocery store, right? You spend $200 and you walk out with like 10 things. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Publix is really expensive. <laughs> and then you see it at the gas pumps. You pump $50 worth of gas and you're not even halfway you know, full on your tank. And then look at those used car lots. Yeah, those numbers are, are crazy. And that was over the whole last year, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, they see used car prices are, what, 40% higher than they were a couple of years ago. And yeah. it's just nuts. And we're all aware of the housing market. Uh, we've had family members tell us, oh, sell your home because you have so much equity in it. Yeah. And we're like, okay, if we sell our home, we, Where are we, gonna go? we still have to buy another one, right? Buy yeah. one of these inflated houses. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seems to be like everyone kind of understands the the base, the foundation of where this inflation comes from is you know, the inflation of the money supply, printing money, adding more dollars to chase mm-hmm. the same amount of goods. And it seems like we're not going to really get a hold on that until we get a hold on the pandemic, because that's a great excuse to keep deficit spending ridiculously high. So my big question to you guys who deal with investments and money matters all day, every day is what are are they going to do to address inflation? Well, I mean, you look right now talking about the pandemic, going back to that, you just brought that up a minute ago. But, you know, the Fed uh, definitely has been talking about raising interest rates. So that's going to have a pretty big effect there. Overall, I mean, that's really going to be what's going to slow some of this down. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's another clip from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell talking about what they could do to address inflation sometime soon. If we see inflation persisting at high levels longer than expected, then then we will, you know, then we'll if we have to raise interest rates more over time, we will. Yeah, that's exactly we we will. That's what I just said. What do you think? No. And to kind of get back to it again, the pandemic had some to do with this, but we started, you know, really seeing this in what, 19 and then 20 really just came about 2021 started coming back. So, I mean, the numbers are huge and unemployment's been huge. And I don't understand why, because there are so many jobs available for people out there right now, but nobody's working. So, 
you know, but when the Fed does start to tighten the money supply, which they've already made some announcements, they have a few different rate increases that are going to be in place here coming up. But for working America, so that's a, a lot of people out there that are listening today. That's us. You know, we see a reduction in purchasing and that's what we're going to see is homes, automobiles, things of that sort. And it's kind of scary because if you look back to 2006, 2007, we saw the building industry blowing up like it has been. And I really hope we do not see like a recession again, but who really knows? But what happens on the other hand, when they start raising those interest rates for retirees or for people who are using like CDs or, or fixed rate investments, they're going to start to become a little more favorable because the rates are going to go up. And I'm not sure how high they're going to go up, but they will, you know, on the other hand, start to, to help out there. But one thing we need to watch out for is when we start to see that uptick on interest rates, we need to look at how that does affect the market because you're going to see a lot of these equity companies or your stocks that are not going to have as good of earning reports. So there's going to be a decline on the other side. So when interest rates go up, we see a downturn on the market. So really what we need to be doing is keeping an eye on your portfolio and make those adjustments and fine tune those things. Right now is a, is a really important time to make sure that you're working with somebody on those. But as far as the interest rates, it must happen. It's got to happen. Well, we've been living in this ultra low interest rate environment for about, what, the last 15 years? And so this is sort of the first generation of retirees that have had to go through the challenge of trying to live in retirement with these interest rates at rock bottom. What's the difference here? Don, how has it been different for this group of retirees versus retirees in generations past when there's just no yield out there? Well, as you approach or enter retirement, Many are, of course, focusing on growth and accumulation of their investments, but now they really need to be shifting to income generation and preservation. And today's retirees face this unique challenge that previous retirees didn't. Yeah, you're and right. that's you're the right. low interest rates, like you said. So low interest rates are great for us who are borrowing money. I mean, we've taken advantage of that, but they're awful for retirees because they're the ones who are living off their savings right now. So some of their safe investments, uh, the cash and savings, uh, the CDs, bonds, even some annuities, these are what retirees are relying on for their income generation. And the interest that they're making on these right now is not helping them with preservation, right? Yeah, yeah, and right. you basically get nothing for having your money in a savings account or CDs anymore. Hey, we're talking with Gary and Don Crawford, Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, the phone number 352-320-2060. The website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. And so we're just talking about how inflation is kicking everyone's butt trying to save money for retirement and invest and grow your money. But what are some strategies that you guys have found are effective to save enough for retirement in this low interest rate environment? Well, if you're still working, you know, Don and I were talking about it the other day, we came up with five ways that, you know, we kind of thought about to really maximize your retirement. And a lot of it has to do with if you're working and you have a 401k and they're matching, you know, that's front load savings. So that's huge. So what we really want to look at is everybody's situation is a little different. So if you've already accumulated a pretty large amount in like pre-tax dollars, 401ks and things of that sort, you may want to start looking at some Roth options or, or whatever it may be just to kind of offset some taxes in the future. But if you're the, the normal middle class working America or even upper a little bit and you're really just needing to accumulate as much as possible, maybe you're not going to get a pension. So you have to create your own pension. Uh, that's what we have to do. So you really want to just accumulate as much as possible. So how do we do that? 
So what we really need to look at is, you know, update your automatic payroll contributions. So if you are contributing to the 401k, update those because the contribution limits actually increased for this year. So for individuals, you can contribute up to 20500 this year in your 401k and similar plans. So maybe you have some similar plans out there. HSAs, this is something a lot of people don't really think about, but an HSA is another option for that tax deferred growth, which you get the compounded interest on. And the unique thing about an HSA is you're not required to take a distribution like you are on your IRA accounts and your 401k accounts. So that's pretty neat. When you hit 72, you still have this money there to help out with some out-of-pocket healthcare costs, but you're not mandated to take those distributions. And those limits increased to, I think it was 36.5 for individuals and 7,300 for families. So pretty good there for sure. And if you're not already maxing out, or if you are maxing out your limits, um, you could increase like your savings. So if you're not contributing to your normal, maybe independent brokerage accounts or savings or whatever it might be, make sure that you're First of all, you have that safe money, you have that uh, emergency fund for the family and that sort of thing. That's important. And we see a lot of people, everything's invested and they don't have that emergency fund. And if you're under 59 and a half and you're putting everything in your IRAs, your 401ks, you need to have that emergency fund because you're going to get penalized if you go to take that out for an emergency. So making these little tweaks and changes are going to be really important Um, I talked about front load savings, so you can maximize your time in the market as well with that. You're eligible to contribute up to 100% of your payroll for your 401k. I'm sorry to interrupt. What did you mean by front load savings? Front load savings is contributing to tax deferred accounts or your 401k, something that's going to, you're not going to have to pay taxes on your contributions. And those are going to also grow tax deferred and you're going to get a compounded rate of return on those. So those are going to be like your IRAs, 401ks. Backload is like Roth or something of that sort. So your post-tax investments and savings. So that's how those work. So what you really want to do is just kind of look at those, how you can work through it. The next thing is get the full 401k match. So if your employer's matching 5% and you're only contributing 3%, that's free money, you know? Uh, so you really want to take advantage of your full match. Now, a lot of times we will walk our prospective clients and clients through, if you're getting matched 5%, let's go back to that scenario and contribute up to that 5%, but we may be able to do some other options with you with the difference over that. So if you're contributing 10 and they're only matching five, why don't we look at what we can do with that other 5% to give you more diversification in your portfolio? Uh, And it could help you with taxes in the future. We can uh, put some strategies together there too. But again, it's all about being disciplined to put the money away and be mindful of fees because most people say, well, my uh, 401k, I'm, I'm retired now, and I left my money in my 401k or my TSP or whatever it might be. And you really don't understand the fees you're paying. I mean, you're usually paying one and a quarter to one and a half percent in fees, and you don't see it. They don't put it on the statement. They it's don't internal see it fees. because most of the mutual funds are target retirement date funds. And you probably see those, you know, target retirement date 2025 or 2045 or whatever it is. But those are mutual funds. And the calculation for your day-end value is a net asset value. So your fees are already taken out of that value. So you're not going to see fees on your statements. 
All right. And then consider a self-employment plan. So if Don and I, what we do, because we are self-employed, we own our company, Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, but we contribute to SEP IRA accounts. So these are self-employed, really pension plans, and it's designed to give you pension income when you retire. So maybe you retired early. You're a firefighter or you just retired early because you had the, the military or whatever it is, and you went out and maybe you just have a lawn business or something. You're just trying to kick up some extra dollars on the side. You can still contribute to a SEP IRA. So this might be something to help you really, again, accumulate more in assets. So there are a lot of things you can do, but those are just a few to name it. All right. If anybody's interested in having one of these discussions with you in the office, how do they make that happen? Well, pick up the phone and give us a call, 352-320-2060, or the name of our show is retirementwithpinnacle.com. And that's what you go to, retirementwithpinnacle.com. And there's places where you can schedule an appointment or even just schedule a phone call. So that's where you need to go. All right. We're talking with Gary and Don Crawford. Retirementwithpinnacle.com is their website. Again, that phone number 352-320-2060. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I've got Gary and Don Crawford. They're the founders and principals of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. Their phone number at the office, or if you have a question for the show, is the same, 352-320-2060. And again, the website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. And if you've ever Googled athletes who squandered their money or actors who lost it all, you're going to find a long parade of celebrities who hit financial rock bottom. And so the question always becomes whether it's Floyd Mayweather who lost $300 million or Johnny Depp who lost like half a billion dollars. How do all of these people go through this much money so quickly? I've got two good examples in mind. So look at Dan Marino, retired pro football player, sportscaster, analyst. In 2012, at a Coachella festival, he saw this impressive hologram of Tupac. Not sure if this particular audience remembers Tupac, but he was a rapper who was killed in a drive-by homicide. And this hologram was made by a company called Digital Domain. So Dan purchased millions of dollars of this company's shares. And then shortly thereafter, the company tanked and he lost everything. He apparently put all of his eggs in one basket. But in my mind, I'm thinking, why, Dan? Where was his advisor? Did he even have one? I don't think his advisor went to Coachella with him. (laughs) So if you listeners are not familiar with Coachella, it's a very big music festival 
Well, and, it's kind of uh, like young and hip and relevant and kitschy. And what the heck was Dan Marino doing at Coachella thinking. to begin with? And then secondly, if he's going to make such a bad decision, what was Dan Marino on? Yeah, that's Coachella? what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. Right. All right. So let's talk about some lessons we can learn from athletes, musicians and actors, because, you know, don't invest in a hologram company isn't really the philosophical basis we're looking for. How do we not make some of these same mistakes? Well, you know, most of these people that we're discussing, you know, well, maybe not discussing, not Dan Marino, but a lot of athletes and sometimes the magicians are, are magicians, musicians, 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 my gosh, I can't <laughs> talk this morning. Sometimes those, um, they're a little older when they start hitting the money, but they're just not good. They start making bad decisions and they want to live maybe that rock star lifestyle or they're keeping up with the Joneses if you have it. And they they just want people to look at them. And that's important for them. I guess it would be for media purposes and that sort of thing. But I think the lessons that we can take away from this is we all need a coach. I mean, Donna and I have a coach and or someone to help you make important decisions in your life. And it's really a guide. And that's what I consider me and Don is we're guides for your retirement. And we have to think money is probably one of the most emotional things in life, is it not? Right. I mean, it can make people crazy. It can make you depressed. It can make you happy. But having money is so important to be able to do the things you want. But what we have to do and what we see a lot of times is when individuals are self-managing their accounts, so maybe they're managing their own investments, people tend to make abrupt decisions like trying to time the market. When COVID first happened, a lot of people pulled money out when it started going down. If they would have let it ride, it would have came back and they would have made quite a bit. But a lot of them made really bad decisions there or investing millions of dollars in a new company like Marino did. But sometimes you get lucky. But more times than not, what I see, James, is these decisions end up costing you greatly. All right. In 2015, Sports Illustrated estimated 80 percent of retired NFL players are broke after just three years of retirement and two of the big reasons they cited in sports illustrated are the, the lack of competent financial planning advice, which I've already pointed out. And then the next one is sharing too much of their wealth with family and friends. Do you yeah. see these two things as a concern for just everyday retirees that are coming into the office? No. Yeah. Like going back to Dan Marino. Yeah. He was an NFL player. I think he of course been retired for more than three years, but he lacked that competent financial advice. But going back to your question, James, yes, we come in contact with retirees that have had the last 11 to 12 years of a historical market, and many are failing to switch gears into the retirement phase when they should be focusing on income strategies and preservation. And many are either self-investing or working with a broker who is strictly trying to just accumulate assets at this point. As far as retirees sharing too much with family and friends, I don't feel we run across that quite as much, but what we do see is that some are spending more frivolously, like MC Hammer, the American rapper and dancer, he lost millions because he was spending it on personal expenditures and he was blowing money left and right. So when times are good, they're good, but when times aren't good, you can't keep spending. But you know, we also have to look at retirees have more time on their hands, so shopping's become a hobby. I mean, something that you can actually now do around the clock, right? On and your we phone. All, yeah, on your phone, on the computer, so any time of day. So we all remember when we first learned about COVID and we didn't know what this 
virus did. We sure. had to stay at home and we had entirely too much time on People our hands. People became professional Amazon shoppers. Right. I, I think we're guilty of Amazon packages. They at were our at our house every day. Every day. They were, yeah. yeah. So at this point, you need discipline. If uh, you like what you're hearing from Gary and Don Crawford, you want to contact them at their day job. Or if you have a question for the show, just a reminder, the phone number is 352-320-2060. And the website's the same as the name of this show, retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right. We also uh, have the late Burt Reynolds told Vanity Fair, I've lost more money than is possible because I just haven't watched it. How do you help your clients come up with the budget so they don't have the Burt Reynolds effect? They can actually watch money and make sure they don't overspend. <laughs> the Burt Reynolds effect. I like that. Well, I got to ask you guys a question. Why do you think Burt wasn't watching his money? I mean, come on, you're Burt Reynolds. Because you think you have so much, you have a cushion, you don't need to watch it. I got a million dollars. What's going to the grocery store? What's buying a car? I like this house. Yeah, right. That's what we want for our clients as well, is really, we want you to enjoy the retirement that you worked so hard for. I mean, you were disciplined to put money away while you were working, right? You're putting it away. Sometimes you went without to make sure you had this money. But we want you to enjoy that and not have to worry about what's happening with it so much. And that's exactly why we developed our unique processes at Pinnacle is to create a thought out strategy that gives you your desired income. And the desired income is going to allow you to do the things you want in retirement. The biggest thing here is this. You must have a plan. And we see a lot of folks that have counts all over the place and maybe they have a decent income, but they don't really know if it's sustainable and, and things of that sort. But the plan needs to be written as well. So if you think you have an income plan and it's not written, if it's not written, it's not a plan. Okay. It's a thought. And when it is written, it's transparent. You can understand it a little better and it needs to be reviewed and updated as needed. All right. How can we help ensure that we don't outlive our savings, Don? Oh, that's easy. All you have to do is work with us. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. But that goes back to our comprehensive plan. So understanding what a realistic budget is for you and simply using the right investment products that are specifically designed for income. So we believe that your investment plan should not include any risk at all. I mean, think about it. Why would you want to risk any money in your income? Why would you want that risk at all? So if you know exactly what your income is each month, you have the ability to know if you're overspending. All right. We have a couple other examples here. Aretha Franklin and Prince, they're high profile musicians that left a big mess behind because they didn't have proper financial planning. And we don't want this for any of our families. Like Prince didn't have a will and Aretha Franklin had like three handwritten wills. We've talked about that on a previous show. So where does all this fit with uh, when it comes to the process on estate planning, legacy planning, whatever it's called? Yeah, those were pretty big messes there for sure. But before I begin on that, I just want you guys to know that, yeah, we do give financial advice and we can help with different strategies, but we do not offer legal advice that you would want to contact a legal professional for that. But this is like a very important part of our process at, at Pinnacle is let's face it, you've worked hard. I just mentioned this before. You worked hard for what you have. And you want your legacy plan to reflect your values. And I think that's important. And a lot of people don't think of it that way, but your values are what you want to reflect. And perhaps you have like a child or a grandchild with special needs, or maybe it's your second marriage and you want things to be divided a certain way. So your children receive what you set aside for them. You know, maybe there's a certain charity or whatever it is that's important to you. 
Tax-free transfer of wealth is a conversation that we have every day with our clients and prospective clients. And when it comes to a will or a trust, well, we can point you in the right direction to get assistance with any legal documents through one of our attorney relationships. So if you're listening today and you have questions on this, pick up the phone and call us today. I mean, we're available 352-320-2060 or retirementwithpinnacle.com. Yeah. So when you talk about tax-free transfers of income, I think a lot of people don't understand that some of these transfers of income actually have taxes built in. I imagine a lot of people are surprised. Yeah. Especially like your IRA accounts, 401k accounts. And some people have really accumulated a significant wealth Mm -hmm. in those taxable accounts. Now, when it goes to your spouse, it becomes their IRA accounts and that sort of thing. So it's not fully taxable. They're just required for distributions. But when it goes to your estate or when it goes to your heirs, I mean, that's going to be a very big tax burden for some of these larger case scenarios. Um, So we do want to walk people through some strategies that we can implement to really relieve some of that tax burden. But even when you leave it to your spouse, if you still have so much in qualified money, you're putting them in a really bad tax situation because now they're filing single. Yeah, that's the worst tax rate there is. So yeah. That's true too. So just making sure that we can look at just being as efficient as possible with those transfers. Yeah. And even if you know all the rules, they just changed the rules on IRAs and inherited IRAs and required minimum distributions. What was that, two years ago? Yeah, they did. Was that part of the CARES Act? Um, There was a few acts that came out in the same year. Yeah, there was like the uh, SECURE Act and the CARES Act. and CARES Act, right. So yeah, what happened there was uh, instead of an inherited IRA, you used to be able to pay taxes and take distributions over the life expectancy of the person who had passed. And now they have to be paid out and paid taxes over a 10 year period max. So think about it. A lot of your kids out there are making more money than you ever did. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. I mean, I know we do better than our parents. Um, And we see it with a lot of our clients as well. So you start throwing this income, additional income each year over even 10 years, and a lot of it's just being spent right to the, to the government. government. So really, that is something you need to consider. If you're in that situation, that is something you need to contact us about because we do have some processes in place to walk you through there. All right. So they just changed those rules two years ago. Does that mean if I have a financial plan that's been set and it's more than two years old that it could be obsolete? I don't necessarily know if it's obsolete, but we do want to take a look at that because you may want to make some adjustments Mm -hmm. there for sure. That sounds like uh, it might be. And on the Aretha Franklin situation, just generally speaking, I know none of us are estate planning lawyers or legal professionals of any type, but do y'all frown on the handwritten wills? Because I don't know if it was the handwritten will that caused so much problems or the fact that there was three of them. No, I think it was a combination of both things. (laughs) Probably. But yes, it's so important to just have that will done. And and it's something you always want, you know, in our minds, we're thinking, okay, that day is going to come tomorrow. I, you know, I'll just do it tomorrow. It's way in the future. You never think, oh, something's going to happen to me. Um, And that's where we have run into some people who don't have that will in place. And we stress to them, get that done. That's one of the first things you need to get done. And as far as a trust goes, not everyone really necessarily needs that, but at least get that will done first. Yeah. The will's important, but just so you listeners understand, a will does go through probate, but it goes through a lot quicker with a will. A trust does not go through probate. And as long as you have beneficiaries, designated beneficiaries on your financial accounts, those will not go through probate either. 
Okay. So if your bank account, you need to have POD. So if you're not sure, you need to contact your bank next week and say, hey, do I have POD, payable on death on my checking account? That avoids probate. And the bank fails over and over and over. We see it every day. They do not tell people to put a beneficiary in their checking account. I know when I opened my checking account, they, they never have. said, hey, you should put a beneficiary on this. And I keep a decent amount of money in my checking account. And that's something that's so important. Your brokerage accounts, they need to have TOD, transfer on death. That avoids probate. If you have annuity contracts, they're incontestable. They avoid probate 100% as well. So life insurance, same thing. Make sure you have beneficiaries, but also make sure that you've reviewed your beneficiaries and updated them. them. Um, We do that all the time with our clients. Each year when we do our annual um, strategy session, we always ask, hey, has your beneficiaries changed? Do we need to update any of those? And we check every single year because people's idea on who they want to leave things to do change. All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford. They're with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. The phone number to contact them at the office, or if you have a question for the show, 352-320-2060. The website is retirementwithpinnacle.com, 352-320-2060. All right, we were just beating up some of the horrible financial decisions celebrities have made, but coming forward in the next segment, we're going to look at some habits that you could probably steal or maybe just borrow from the super wealthy that will help you with your money. That's coming up next on Retirement with Pinnacle. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hello there. You're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle, with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, Gary and Don Crawford, 352-320-2060, and the website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. In the previous segment, we were beating up on all the dumb things celebrities have done with their money and their investments and estate planning, but this time we're going to talk about the positive side and look at the super wealthy, some of these celebrities even, and what are some good financial habits we should pick up, Gary? Well, we had the privilege, Don and I had the privilege just recently of seeing Shaquille O'Neal speak at an event we had. And that was really fun, actually. He's uh, he's quite a character. <laughs> I is. like him. But, uh, you know, he even talked about some things there, which it was really neat to see because he talked about young athletes and how they get all this money and they end up broke. But he was smart and his uh, insurance or investment guy put a bunch of money in annuities when he was younger. So he has income. He gave a few points, too. And really living within your means. I mean, we should all be doing that anyway, right? 
And one thing we do see is a lot of people do not live within their means. Yeah, we see it all the time. Yeah. And Dawn and I really try to. Uh, we do like to enjoy our lives as well, because who knows how long you're going to be around, right? But living within your means is important. So I know we've talked a few times in our shows about desired income. And really, that's what we want to achieve is a desired income, not just the income that pays your bills, but being able to enjoy your retirement. But you have to be realistic here, too. And I think from time to time, we'll see some individuals where they're really not realistic about their desired income. They're spending more than they really should be. And a big reason with this, and this is something that's about to come to a halt, is if you've been investing over the last 10, 11 years, and you've just been doing so great in the market, which everybody has, it doesn't matter where you are invested. You could have been in an S&P index fund or a NASDAQ fund or whatever it might be. But you were making such good returns that you adjusted your lifestyle to all that extra money and that you had coming in off of those investments. But we really need to be you know, realistic about rates of return. Again, Dawn mentioned earlier, your income plan should not have risk. So number one, live within your means. Pay off some debt as well. Uh, if you're still working, you know, try to pay off some of those bigger ticket items if you can, or at least the vehicles and things of that sort. Sometimes paying off your home is not the best thing because that is a deduction that you can deduct, especially now that tax things have changed here going into 2022. You know, you might still be able to deduct some of those things and really benefit from it. But consider refinancing. I mean, we're still at about the lowest rates we've seen. I think the median for interest rates on homes is around 6%. I think that's like the norm. Historically, it's always been around 6 And we've been down in, you know, under 3%, down in the 2% range. I think it's ticked up a little bit. And what they're saying and what we're seeing is interest rates are supposed to go up to about 4% this year. Well, also, if you have a lot of credit card debt. Oh, that's huge. With we a see high that. interest rate consider getting a personal loan and taking advantage of the low interest rates right now. I know they, one of our credit unions here had just an astronomical, what, 2.09%. Yeah, Campus USA had two point something percent on personal loans. Mm -hmm. That's great. To where you can consolidate and pay off those high credit cards. Yeah, debts. so we do uh, you know, recommend people to do that from time to time. So we had live within your means, pay off debt, right? And then just don't save, invest. Because really, we talked about it before, the banks are paying nothing. And yes, you do need to save, you need to have your emergency fund. But inflation is real. I mean, if we don't see it right now, we're never going to see it at all. Um, but when you do invest, you need to look at what results are you trying to achieve? It's not just, hey, let's get the, the most uh, risky investments so we can make the most we can over the, over the long haul. It's really, well, what are we trying to achieve? How close are we to retirement? And those sort of things. So these are questions that you need to be asking yourself. And what do we want our money to do for us? And really kind of jot that down and think about that a little bit before you just go invest or talk to somebody like us. Yeah, it makes it sound like it was so much easier in past times when you could save and get a little growth just on your savings account. Yeah, you're right. Gone. Warren yeah. Buffett once said that compounding interest is like being at the top of a large hill and pushing a snowball down it. You know, like the Looney Tunes snowball gets bigger as it rolls down. So with that visual in mind, how much of an impact does compounding interest have on our retirement savings? Well, if you don't understand how compound interest works, you're just like the other 69% of Americans out there. However, it's such an important concept to grasp because compound interest makes your money grow faster than simple interest does. Because in addition to earning returns on the money you invest, 
you also earn returns on those returns and it just keeps going. So let me put it into perspective. And this came from USAA insurance company. So if you saved $250 a month with an 8% average return, and you started this at age 25, you'll accumulate $878,570 by age 65. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you start at age 35, that's 10 years you know, down the road, you'll accumulate $375,073 by age 65. And then if you're starting this at age 45, you'll accumulate only $148,236 by age 65. So that compound interest over that 20 years is worth $730,334. That's huge. Yeah. The sooner you can start saving for retirement, the better. All right. Let's talk about uh, the investment strategy once we get into retirement. Does it need to change? Do you pull all your money out of risk? What do you do then? No, absolutely, James. It needs to change. I wrote an article in Kiplinger Magazine last year, and it was on developing an exit strategy for successful retirement. And if you go on retirementwithpinnacle.com, if you go to meet our team, right under my name are some articles I've written, and you can click on those and read them uh, just for information. But one of the topics mentioned is changing the level of risk in your portfolio the closer you get to retirement. And if you think about it, that's kind of common sense, right? But a lot of us don't do it because we've been investing the same way forever. And you're going to want to focus first on your desired income. So as you're getting closer to retirement or you're in retirement, you need to start looking at what do we really want for income? Because before we invest anything with clients, we first of all, we work through a process that we've you know developed. And as we refined our process, we really work backwards into our plan, how we're going to invest based on the results we're trying to achieve. So income is number one. That's number one. You, there's no retirement without income. I think we can all agree with that, right? So then how are you going to accumulate other assets? Because we talked about inflation. And then at what level of risk are we comfortable with? So we need to look at those. And we see too often retirees are still investing the way they always have. And I think usually that's because a person that's investing their money, their broker or financial advisor is not a retirement advisor. And our goal is really to coach you on how and why you need to adjust this strategy. So if you're investing the same way you did 10 years ago, you need to pick up the phone today and give us a call. 352-320-2060, retirementwithpinnacle.com. Give us a call. All right. So we were beating up on celebrities in the last segment. This segment, we're looking for advice and good strategies that we can use. And one of the popular urban myths that turns out to be true, actually, I had to look this up. Jay Leno says he never spent any of the money he made from The Tonight Show. He would just bank it and he would do comedy gigs on the side. And it's not just here and there. It's like 200 dates a year. And he would live off of that money. So the only time he spent money was from those outside shows and he banked the Tonight Show checks. Can we take a similar approach with our retirement savings, Don? Well, yeah, but I'm sure Jay Leno, he he could still spend a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, there. we've seen. He bought a couple cars. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Yeah. yeah. Well, living below your means is when you spend less than what you make. So in retirement, that might mean spending less than your current income or possibly just not taking as much from your investment. So it involves discipline, we know, and commitment. But at the same time, it shouldn't mean deprivation, meaning 
you know, you don't have to eat packaged ramen noodles for three days, three <laughs> I times like a day. ramen noodles, though. <laughs> but you need to control the impulsive, careless spending. And I think some of us are very guilty of that. But living below your means, you'll be able to keep more of your money invested and working for you. That sounds so easy. It just rolls off your tongue. But this living below your means. A lot of people have a problem with this. Nicholas Cage had a problem with this. You know, made hundreds of millions of dollars here. But the uh, IRS has tax liens on multiple properties he owned. He owes more than $6 million just from his 2007 tax bill alone. There was that headline for a while. I don't know if he ever paid that off. But apparently he didn't think about these things. He didn't think about living under his means. He didn't think about paying his taxes. Uh, do you see the average retiree overlooking living below their means or what they'll pay in taxes? Well, I think it's something that is on most people's minds today. And just to kind of be clear, again, we do not give tax advice. We do help you with strategies to be as efficient as possible with what you're going to pay in taxes. But if you really want tax advice, you need to reach out to a tax professional. Okay. But yeah, like I said, I think this is on the top of people's minds today. It's at the top of conversation today. People are thinking about taxes, right? I mean, we're just getting out of a generational tax code that we'll probably never see again in our lifetime where our standard deduction was so high. It was a great opportunity for people to do like Roth conversions and things of that sort. And the gears have shifted, right? Now everything's changing. But taxes are one of the biggest concern facing retirees. So, you know, how could it not be? We're seeing so many things happening right now in the country alone. And it's kind of scary if you ask me, what do you think? I mean, it's crazy. It's scary. But the one thing you can count on is our team has developed well thought out processes and we have tools to look at the strategies to help you reduce or at least make you aware of your tax liability. And I think that's the biggest thing is what is your tax liability going to look like during retirement? We can show you that. It's really awesome. You know, many times during our evaluation meeting, which is our second meeting, so our discovery meeting is where we are first introduced to people and we just kind of have a conversation. And then our evaluation meeting is where we've really taken kind of all of your accounts and all of our pieces of our conversation, your income, any insurances that are going to protect you in areas and just plug it all in. And as we start reviewing the retirement report that we've created for you, required minimum distributions come into play, okay? And that's when people really start to go, oh my goodness, they're shocked by how much that distribution can be sometimes. Now, sometimes people like it, they need it they need to it. live on, but there's a lot of folks out there. And if you're listening today and you have a pension, both of you maybe, and you have social security and you're like, I don't wanna touch this money. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to at age 72. So if we can work with you on developing some of these strategies, to come in, kind of help offset some of these taxes because it's really going to bump up your income. All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors is their day job and the website, retirementwithpinnacle.com. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about athletes, musicians, actors who end up losing their money or some of them making a bunch of money. If we're concerned we're headed down the wrong path, is there a quick piece of advice you have or is it just coming to the office? Well, come in the office, but... You should probably stay off social media, right? <laughs> they start throwing out all those advertisements of what you just got to have. But yes, come at least sit down. If it's not us, sit down with a retirement advisor. Create a plan on how and how much to save each month. And my parents used to tell me, pay yourself first. And I'm sure you've all heard that before. But if you can have money systematically taken out each month, that's even better. 
It's like a bill you have to pay each month that will benefit you later on down the road. I think that social media might be a, a big one because I see some of my friends I went to high school with or former co-workers and I really tend to focus on, hey, that one has a bigger house than I do or, hey, that guy has a better car than I do. And I don't think I would feel that sort of societal pressure if I would just stay off of social media a little bit. Yeah. And you know, our phones are listening to us too, right? I mean, if you talk about something like, uh, for instance, a fire pit for your pool, well, guess what? The next day you open Instagram or anything and there's an ad on there for that exact item, right? So, I mean, it's just put in front of you and it's kind of hard to resist sometimes. (laughs) I know I've purchased things off Instagram. That's crazy. A couple things. All right, so that's Gary and Don Crawford, Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, the phone number 352-320-2060, the website retirementwithpinnacle.com. Stick around, we've got more money talk coming up. This is Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hello there. You're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle with Gary and Don Crawford. They're the CEOs and principals of Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you have a question for them at the office or for the future mailbag segments, 352-320-2060, 352-320-2060. And Don and Gary get questions each and every week about all things retirement. So we're going to go through some of these questions in the mailbag segment here. So let's go open up our retirement with Pinnacle mailbag. I printed out some recent emails here and uh, go over common retirement questions. Our first one says, I just heard your show for the first time a few weeks ago and realized I don't know as much about retirement planning as I thought I did. I've been contributing to a 401k at work for years and have some other savings, but what else do I really need to be thinking about? Well, one of the major things is understanding your social security benefits. So by pulling out a statement, or if you have an online account with um, ssa.gov, by looking at this, this may help you determine if you need to be saving more. So think about this, your average retirement income should be about 70% of your current income. Also, another thing to do is make a list of assets and liabilities. So prepare a list of what you own, like cash, real estate, any vehicles you own outright, stocks, bonds, that sort of thing. And then also make a list of liabilities like your credit card debt, mortgages, personal loans, student loans, those types of things. Can you pay off debt? You know, that goes back to what we just said the last segment. That's huge to pay off some debt because, yes, you're paying interest on those things as well. But most importantly, sit down with a retirement advisor, and this can help you get a clear understanding 
of what you need to do and actually when you'll be able to retire. Well, that's a lot. Thanks, Don. Uh, next question for the mailbag. This one says, I'm 64, so the big thing I'm wondering about right now is Medicare. I get all this mail about it, and I'm worried about making the wrong decision. Is my Medicare coverage something I can change later if I need to? You know what's crazy, James? And I think Don would agree with you. Our office, we have a whole Medicare team to help you out, just so you know that. That's what they do. They've been doing it for years. Um, our office also works with almost every carrier in the state of Florida. So we have every option available for you, one-stop shop, even for your Medicare and your financial services. So it's great. Here's the thing, though. People are more concerned about their Medicare because it's confusing than they are with their finances a lot of times, just because they feel like it's this huge decision they have to make. And the reason you feel that way, don't get overwhelmed, because I would feel that way, too, if I wasn't in the business and didn't understand it. But well, you they're get, getting tons of yeah, mail, you too. You get so much so stuff misleading. in the mail. Uh, it is misleading. The com- commercials. Is. The commercials. People are calling you saying they are from Medicare, just so you know. If somebody calls you and says they're from Medicare, they are not from Medicare. There's somebody trying to get you to change or sell you a Medicare plan. The only time people are really allowed to call you is if you sent in a reply, a business reply, where they mailed you a mailer, you filled it out and sent it back in. That's the only time that somebody should be reaching out to you. So pay attention to that. But don't worry too much about Medicare. You just really need to get with somebody that understands it and can really simplify it for you. Actually, if you're facing this right now, go to our website, retirementwithpinnacle.com, and click on our Medicare tab. It really just breaks down Medicare in a very simple format for you to understand how Medicare works, parts A and B. And if you're worried about, is this the wrong decision? Can I change it later? It really depends on what type Medicare plan you get into. But the majority of folks are more and more focused on the Medicare Advantage plans these days. Mm Now, if you're in bad health or you've been paying so much for health insurance and you say, hey, I'd rather just pay a premium and prepay my health insurance, you know, Medicare supplement might be the route for you. But we can walk you through that and really just, again, simplify it. It's not that hard once we simplify it for you. But if you're reading that Medicare book that you get, (laughs) that pertains to every individual, people that are on Medicaid, people that are whatever. I mean, it goes all through the spectrum. So Stay away from that Medicare book. It's just going to confuse the heck out of you. Contact our office. I think that's the biggest thing. Again, our number is 352-320-2060. And we can connect you with one of our Medicare consultants or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com and you can contact us there as well. But let me add to that a little bit is that that's not a permanent decision. So what you choose for Medicare and everyone's needs are different. Their situations are different. You can have several times a year, actually, to change that plan. So that is not a final decision. Once you make the insurance decision, that's not final. Right. Final answer. No, no. And sometimes like if a spouse passes and somebody's income gets a little more limited and they've been paying a big premium and they're relatively healthy, we can eliminate that premium a lot of times because there are plenty of plans that have zero premium here in Florida. Florida is very rich on their plan benefits. Yeah, because we have the most retirees. Yeah, so <laughs> if, if you're out there and you're not sure if you're in the right plan right now, call us. I mean, you don't have to wait till open enrollment. You don't have to wait till any of that. Just give us a call. All right, I think we nailed that one. Next one from the mailbag. This question says, my husband and I have been serious about saving for retirement for a long time, but we are just now realizing we need to get serious about planning for retirement. 
we think it might make sense to talk to a financial professional about what we have. So what are some basic questions to ask when we meet with someone? Well, you need to ask them what areas of financial services do they personally focus on? And you need to know what type of professional licenses they currently hold. Um, because some of them just have a certain license and they can only sell you know, certain things. That limits what you can do as far as investing. And then also, do they focus more on accumulation or distribution strategies? So that's a huge thing because like we had mentioned earlier, there's some advisors that are out there that are just strictly focused on return. Right. Yeah. Um, and then also, do they provide a written plan focused on retirement income? But even after sitting down with the advisor and asking these questions, there are also things that you need to ask yourself after you meet with them. Did I feel comfortable with this person? Because if you're not comfortable with that person, it's going to be very difficult to work with them. That's like if they're talking maybe over your head and you're not really understanding, maybe they're getting into the weeds a little too much on mm -hmm. investments and they're not really just talking about what they're going to do for you or how they're going to work for you. Is I, what I think you mean there. Yes, is that right? absolutely. Because yeah. if they're talking these big words, the, this financial lingo, it may be just over your head. Right, right. <laughs> and then also, are you able to communicate with them? So if you're not able to talk to them and say, hey, this is what I want, this is what I'm looking for, then that's going to be an issue. But also, this is something important, I believe. When speaking, and this would apply if you're a couple, did they look at and speak to both of you or did they just look at one of you? Yeah, people do that to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually when we go out to a restaurant, they don't even look at me. They always look at Dawn, but I don't blame them. I probably would too. And it, it, Is that like a sales technique or something? No. What I'm getting at is, are they just focusing? And this is just because the financial industry is predominantly male. It's 90% male. If it's a male advisor, are they just looking at the husband? Right. Are they not focusing on, you know, the women's wants and needs? You know, because that's something that I feel that many financial plans lack. Yeah, you're totally right on that. Mm -hmm. I All think right. a few things you mentioned there, communication and that sort of thing are super important. Uh, next one. My wife is still set on traveling after we retire, but I'm really just not that interested at this point. I want to come up with a way for her to have some trips with her friends and leave me out of it. I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I really don't think that's how I want to spend my time. How do we budget for her trips and my hobbies? Well, for starters, I think we had a similar question to this. It wasn't exact, but it was similar. It was about traveling. And it really comes down to compromise. You're going to want to do some trips with your spouse. I mean, you want to do some things because, come on, you got to keep everything fresh, right? And you only have so many years left. <laughs> right. You just don't know when you're not going to be able to do those things anymore. Right. So it's compromise. But I do see, you know, a lot of individuals where the girls have girls trips and the guys do things and that sort of thing. But really, when it comes down to it, I think the biggest part of the question was, you know, how do we budget for trips and hobbies? And this all goes back into how we create our income plan, because we have three categories we put our money in when we talk to people. So if imagine drawing a peace sign. So there's three pieces of that pie, right? Um, so one area is the market. So those are your securities, your brokerage accounts, and that sort of thing. And those are necessary for inflation purposes. 
But another area is your safe money. And your safe money, I know we talk about the what ifs in retirement, you know, the things that can affect your income. It's not just, you know, where's your income, but what can affect your income in retirement. And we have to plan for those. Um, but you have to have that safe money. That's the money you can't afford to lose. And then your income. So when we start our planning, I know I mentioned it earlier, we work backwards into our plan based on your desired income, not required. So again, required income is paying your bills and pretty much that's it. It's a boring retirement. So our desired income includes, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to travel? Do you want to do these different things? That really needs to be a part of your overall budget for your income plan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Because if you're counting on returns in your market piece of that pie, well, let's say you had planned to go on this trip. Maybe it was one of those river cruises and it was a $20,000 trip. Okay. And the market dropped 30 points. Well, you're more than likely, if you're depending on that for that trip, you're not going to go on the trip. You're going to postpone it, right? Because you don't want to pull that money out. So what we really want to make sure of, again, is if we plan properly, And we make your desires and your wants and your travel, your hobbies, all these different things, part of your income plan that is sustainable, you're not going to run into those problems. So, you know, if you don't have a plan like this or you never really thought about it that way, as far as a concept, give us a call. I mean, we've been doing this for nearly 20 years. We've been doing just that, walking our prospective clients through our thought out processes that we put in place to help them come to the right decision for them. So, I want you to reimagine your retirement today. Pick up the phone, give us a call. If you're retired already or you're going to retire in the next five years, give us a shout, 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060 or go to retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right. If someone's interested in working with you, is the first step to come in and get a meeting at the office? I see y'all have some events on your website from time to time, what do you recommend for someone who wants to kick the tires and maybe not necessarily get started, but just learn a little bit more about what y'all do at the, at the office? Well, there's a couple options. They, of course, can call us first. And like Gary said, they can set up a phone call with us. Or we do have the dinner workshops. If they're interested in doing that, call the office. And if we have availability at one of them, then we'll get them in. Those workshops give a little bit of education, but it also introduces us to them. They can see a little bit of how we do things, where we are, um, our morals, our values, and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a few ways we do that. Um, We also kicked off this year, 2022, with our Pinnacle Cares program. And it's a volunteer program. And it's a lot of our clients are doing it um, and friends. So if you just like volunteering and you want to be a part of that, it's a good opportunity for you to join us on giving back to the community. And you can kind of meet us that way as well. So there's a lot of avenues to really kind of get involved. But I think the biggest thing you need to do first is just pick up the phone and give us a call. 352-320-2060. The website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. Gary and Don Crawford, thank you very much for spending another hour with us this weekend talking about money and retirement. Let's do it again next weekend. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. I'm James Parker. You have been listening to Retirement with Pinnacle.
Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. For more info, visit retirewithpinnacle.com.